0: Bro, bro, bro. Ooh, Welcome that was to fourth times the charm. Where niche is neat, I am your producer Ben, accompanied by your director Matt. When we got a big old bag of montezers over here, Ooh. it's the shea butter. It's Ooh. the Monty.
1: What is going on, Matt? Tell me. What what is what is good shit? Uh, I'm, I'm chilling. The weather is finally getting somewhat nice here in Chicago. Uh, I want to really briefly shout out a new Welsh black metal band that I I posted on our Instagram on the day of recording, which is cult drag. Um, I, I hope everyone goes and checks them out. That's C W L T D R A I G. I, I don't know how you're supposed to say that. Uh, but there's some really awesome Swiss black metal and, uh, I've been chilling, I've read some good books, just started a new one, um, got some games to talk about, and uh, I'll, at some point we'll post a little mini review of those books. Monty, how are I you doing?
2: I am doing all right, um, solid, I'm recovering from the news about of oh. one one of the most talented actors that I think one of the underdog talent actor, Talented mm. and talented one of the actors. most
0: versatile.
2: Yeah. Like well I, directed. I I've been rooting for him. Like I was hoping for to see more of him. Um he's great um as a dramatic actor. I, I've I started to follow him since uh, I watched the T V show Fringe. Yep. And um Yeah, and then he appeared on uh, br- very briefly on on Key and Peele, and he did some other comedy stuff that I checked out online, and he is gonna be in this new movie that's coming out this Friday, right, Matt?
1: Yes, this this Friday or Thursday. Yeah,
2: and, 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 and his and his name is Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, yeah, yeah. Like it was such a shocking news that I heard that he passed on Friday, and. I used to play a lot of Destiny, and he's one Mm -hmm. of the characters on Destiny. And from what I hear, he has a very big community of Destiny players that follows him, and they actually did a tribute, like, in-game to his character, like, kneeling down for him and, you know, stuff like that. It was really emotional. But, you know, like, I know you guys... um, don't agree with me on this one but uh last show that i watched them on was the netflix's uh resident Ev- evil uh okay. TV show that i i thought it was dif- yes it, it doesn't really follow the traditions of the game but i still thought it was really well it was brave to take that step i know a lot Yo, of gamers yeah. out there hated it because it didn't they were expecting like Something that ties into the game storyline where this kind of did the the Star Wars um route uh of changing okay. some stuff up and, and you know he plays Albert Wesker and but Oh really? He's Wesker. Oh, yeah he cool. plays Wesker and but it's not the Wesker that, that we're used to we're used to in the game. Like he plays okay. uh, a clone of oh. Albert Wesker. Like without spoiling okay, it, he plays a clone of well, Albert Wesker. If you guys haven't checked it out, like, give it a chance. I, I know it's not part of the Resident Evil lore. Um, it, it unfortunately it, it got canceled after. It first can't season.
0: be worse than the Resident Evil movie where the stunt woman's face got sheared
1: off by being dragged along the road. Yeah, no. But uh, I will <laughs> okay. I will sh- I will yeah. shout out Lance Renick's early days uh when he was one of the main characters on The Wire. Um oh, if you haven't yeah. got yeah. you haven't gone back and watched that it, tip 2002 to 2008, it's a absolutely wild, really actually gripping show about the drug scene and drug dealers in Baltimore and he played a uh, Lieutenant Cedric Daniels and he was fantastic on that show. I think that's where he really got his you know, his boots wet, um, so to speak. And at least for me outside of that, like, I mean, he was also in fringe, which was great, but I didn't really watch that until recently. And it was really in, uh, the first John wick movie that I came to truly recognize him as he played, uh, Sharon or the hotel manager. And then his reoccurring role in each of the John wick films. And I'm, I'm really glad he was able to film his part for John wick chapter four, because, ostensibly this is going to be one of the like best action like conclusions we've seen in generations and i think he he would have got his own spinoff show you know like i think he would have served as like the basis for a character for like an amazing john wick in universe anthology show about different guests checking into the hotel that was one of my original pitches for uh, a spinoff uh but yeah there there is
2: there is a spin couple's Uh, I heard that he did finish filming all his scenes for Ballerina. Oh, which hell is yeah! Awesome, yeah. That's really good. So I'm hoping to see that. But yeah, no, it's um, it's very very sad news, and mm-hmm. yeah, I hope his family is doing well. And he did leave us with the best, one of the best gifts in cinema, in our yeah.
0: history. Tru- yeah, truly, one of the most versatile resumes in hollywood yeah. that you can
1: find i i will say he also in his with her upcoming films is a remake of white men can't jump um and he oh, also plays he, gonna be he also that? plays yeah, yeah he, he plays uh benji allen he is also going to be zeus in the tv series for percy jackson and the olympians um i don't know did finish though, that, film which, or that? Oh. yeah so these are all in post-production uh oh, yeah okay so the only thing that he didn't doesn't looks like he didn't get work is to finish is Aptero, which was is still in pre-production. So, it's about a it's a sci-fi movie about going to Mars. Uh, but mm. I'm excited to see the rest of his work that he was able to finish before passing and uh big shout out to him for his amazing work. Yeah. White men
0: can't jump, but Lance Riddick jumped all the way to heaven. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. <laughs> cheesy but yes i guess
1: (laughs) oh yeah fucking to the elysian fields so we're gonna start talking
0: about video games this week um i am a huge video game guy
2: how many games do you have on steam again well if you (laughs) think my wrestling obsession
0: is weird my video game obsession i feel like is Kind of in the and same now, ballpark. I,
1: I I wouldn't call your video game obsession weird. I think your video game obsession or your video game interest is very like actually deep seated in collecting and the history. With your deep, with your in, your love of wrestling is more. Uh, how do we say? All encompassing. Uh, your 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 video game your video game love is is more deep than that. Thanks, really? mother.
2: Oh, okay. Mwah. No, I thought he would be more of a wrestler wrestling. Yeah. No
1: I, yeah, think, I, I, think I he is thought more, so too No no I think he's more of a wrestling fan but I feel like deeper inside of Ben at like a more personal level comes out his like passion for video games and collecting the systems like he has you have the deep lore and knowledge and history of wrestling but it feels like with video games that passion burns if not necessarily brighter but deeper within you. In like a good way?
0: Mm, no, No, yeah. I don't think so. I uh, think anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm glad we can talk about video games uh, because I have a deep-seated love. Some would say <laughs> even deeper than my love of wrestling. Wow, who um, would ever fucking say that? Yeah, I have. I pretty bet Monty much, would. <laughs> I have pretty much every single video game system. Uh, of note from the odyssey 100 released in 1975 the simplest game system ever made all the way up to the steam deck from last year um and so i'm going to be talking in depth about the closure of the nintendo 3ds eShop. but before we get into that subject i want to hear about what types of video games you guys are playing and what's been resonating with you lately so let's kick it off with mr monty what you got mother trucker so trucking
2: mother truckers jam uh, i guess nah. um so lately i've been playing um uh the the very the very heavy game i'm into right now it's called borrow trauma and it just i think oh, last nice. monday it went to version one so it's Ooh. fully released it's out of early access uh it's really it's it's um i guess it's a niche game that's what we're talking about here yeah Um, i've I've heard of
0: this game but i don't actually know what it is
2: so the premise is that um we have uh managed to reach jupiter's one of jupiter's moon or the jupiter's moon and has more uh, than one (laughs) yeah Oh, there is okay. I'm not yeah, sure. Jupiter, Jupiter has like 15
1: <laughs> or more moons. It has a lot of fucking moons. So <laughs> one of, of its any moons. of the gas giants has a lot of moons.
2: All right, and so I'm right. Uh, so so <laughs> the the now submarines on Earth are have become very popular. And mm-hmm. what happened is they the story is that you they sent um, subs. Uh, uh, into the moon and it's full of water and you know there are different outposts and then there are different uh kind of clans or parties so it's kind of like it gets a little political but you don't really get into the politics if you want to go down that route and you're basically uh driving a sub uh, which is really hard uh you can have a you know a crew of up to 13 players uh okay. to to manage so you'll get mechanics you get medics you get uh officers you get obviously the captains and you face all these underwater uh monster aliens uh slash monsters on, on in, in in the oceans of jupiter's moon and it's like it, it can be very intense and very stressful at times mm-hmm. um so I it like highly like a recommend so it's like it. so oh, it's first
0: person. Then. So it's sort of like Subnautica in space?
2: Yes, but not first person. Like the graphic uh, is okay. your typical From- uh you know, it, it's that platformer style graphics. It's like but like you really. you
1: see into the side of the ship. Like, yes, it's like yeah. it's like oh, imagine if okay. the ship is like yeah, yeah, bisected yeah. and you're watching everyone move through
2: it. Yeah, it. And, okay. and you're walking around, and then like if your ship leaks, you gotta patch it up very quickly with your mechanics. You you can you know uh, create weapons and so on and so forth. But basically, you're just trying to get from one end of the map to the other end, and uh, like I mentioned, this, one of the side things that you can do in campaign is you try to become friendly with the, the, the group that you want to go towards. So i uh, been playing that for a few weeks. Um, but new game that I discovered and that I watched uh, Markiplier play was Observation Duty, oh, which is sad. kind of... Uh, it's like a horror slash... Um, uh, what are those games I, I don't know like you compare you, you try to see what's changed what's different in the game
1: oh more it's like we're like the game repeats
2: yeah it's kind of like you you have to you're basically acting as a security guard you're working okay. the night shift and it could, you the d- level of difficulty is depending on which area you want to do so I managed to play the the first one which is the house and you scroll through these cameras and you try to see what anomalies happens like okay. it could be from a chair disappearing to <laughs> uh uh a vortex so it's starting to it's develop like a, it's wow. like a, it's a mystery yeah.
1: puzzle game is it so but it sounds it's kind of like 12 minutes where like you replay from the same beginning or is it it is it like slender where you always start oh, at the no, beginning no no
2: no it's it's you do start from the beginning, but it's not like slender, not like first person or anything. Like, you're just okay. basically, your perspective is you're just looking through the lens of, you know, this. You're just looking through the lens of these security cameras. And okay. every room oh, cool. that you scroll to gets something, something may change, but it's, the challenge is it's in black and white. So... It's really hard to gauge the depth. Like for example, I was playing with my oh, wife. Oh, so
0: it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh,
2: no, not sort of, but no. There's some some parts there are. It's like Five Nights and Freddy. It's just really a bizarre game. Okay. And, okay. Um, but I think you like, you know, I think it's on sale, really cheap. But if you guys want to pick it up, if you have nothing to do and just give it a shot, it can be very fun. It's kind
1: of like... Oh, well. Wow. there's a lot of them.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a, yeah. there was
1: a bunch of, like, uh, like add-ons or, uh, like...
2: No, they had sequel. They built out sequels, but okay. each sequel is just a, a better system uh, of okay. playing the game and newer air quotes maps if you say like things that yeah. you can monitor but i think the most recent one which is uh, i'm on observation duty 5 they kind of mm. changed up the game because in the past the first four games you can report and it doesn't matter if you report it wrong like you can still continue with the game as yeah. long as you maintain the anomalies to uh like down to three because mm-hmm. after when it gets to when there are three changes and you still haven't discovered it yet, um, you'll start hearing this, you'll start seeing this warning signal saying, like, there's too many changes that occurred in the game. Ooh. But in number five, wow, wow. I think it's um, you can only report three, uh, you have three strikes to report a false anomaly, anomaly, and 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 if you anomaly, anomaly and if you if you can't, f- if they overtake you, then your game is over. And basically, damn, you're, you're a security guard and you're working from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. So you just have to make it to 6 a.m. and that's it.
1: Okay. So, yeah, I, I see the five nights at Freddy, but like it's also more of like a puzzle what you got to like figure out and make sure you're being accurate.
2: Yeah, so it's like Ooh. it's you know you know how when you're kids there's these games or you know um, can you find the differences in these two pictures? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. That, oh, wait, but picture it as is you're scrolling through these picture these these uh, these camera screens, but you're trying uh-huh. to find out what's changed when you come around to it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Is, yeah.
0: So I so I'm looking through the developer's portfolio yeah. right now. Notovia, their latest release is called Trader of the Night which is a horror-themed stock market simulator where the player (laughs) must buy enough money to pay their debt in time. So you buy, sell, and short shares in fictional companies, Earn dividends, pay taxes, and follow in-game news for possible
1: hints on what to invest in. And it's only six twenty. F- it's
0: only six twenty-nine. This looks fascinating and terrifying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can get every. You can get almost all of their games for twenty-three dollars right now on Steam because of the because uh, of the spring sale. <laughs> which will which will I think will be ending the day this episode releases. So fucking jump on it. Yeah. Jump.
0: Yeah. Jump. 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 If I have time, I'll try to release it early. <laughs> uh, do do you guys uh, have any? <laughs> yeah, do you guys have any games that you've
1: recently uh, uh, acquired from the Steam uh, sale? Uh, so uh, I yeah. got one from just before the sale, um, and one that was on sale. I just got one that just came off sale at the beginning of the Steam sale. So I'm really fucking around here, but I'm about to get another one because I just finished playing the Spider-Man Remastered, oh, uh, 2014 nice. game. Um, that I mean I I, I don't want to. There's not too much to say about that it hasn't already been covered in 450 YouTube video essays about why it's the best Spider-Man game. But it's the uh, it's the best Spider-Man game I've ever played. Um, I've played a lot. I played it a lot is of the old like wonderful. It is a tremendous game. The um, currently Spider-Man Miles Morales, the sequel um, to it, is available. Insomniac Games really you know put themselves out there, and Sony's been. Uh, or Sony slash PlayStation PC LLC um, has been an incredible job porting these games over to PC. Um, Even some of the glitches and air and like things people were like, oh, they never even fixed this on PC. I didn't notice at all. Um, uh, I had a pretty smooth, perfect experience with it I put about 30 hours in Um, very well worth your time. And I recommend you check out the uh, Miles Morales, which is on sale right now for the spring sale but the game I picked up that went off sale right when the spring sale started um, was the new Shiro. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, the new Shiro Games game, uh, War Tale. Um, mm. Shiro Games are the same guys who made uh, Northgard, uh, which was a pretty popular game. I liked the mobile version more than the PC version. I don't know if yes. i tell you. Um, I also they also released a. Uh, a game that's also in early access right now, same with Tale, which is a Dune 4X game. So think like Ooh. Civilization 4, oh, 5, yes. set in yeah, the Dune universe. They
0: made Dune Spice Wars. Yeah. Yes. Dune Spice Wars. Yes. It's not out yet.
1: Well, it's, I mean, it's out in early access. The whole right. game's not out yet, but it looks really fun. But War Tail, um is super interesting because I've been wanting to play a good RPG for a while. Um, but I haven't been able to get into too many. And what I really like about war tales, instead of following one individual and kind of like a divinity esque way, um, you control a, uh, you control in an open world, an entire mercenary band. Um, so you control each member of the mercenary band. You have to manage your party, um, explore the world. And the game does some really cool things about it to make the medieval setting feel alive that I really appreciate. One of the things that I bet to some players is annoying. You have to actually manage their rest and their food and their pay. So as, as the game progresses, you actually have to, you know, instead of just grinding and walking across the whole map to do like all the observation points as you travel, you need to rest. And since you are running a mercenary band, you have to pay your soldiers, um, by like completing quests for cities Um, doing missions and like finding money from the uh, corpses and people you kill while also buying and getting upgrades for both your uh your individual party members but also for your camp and your team and the way they make money um it's a super fascinating fun uh game with turn-based combat i think that's very similar to divinity where it's uh Like each, or it's kind of like medieval XCOM is the best way. to. It's like an open world medieval XCOM. I can definitely Mm. tell. Uh, And it's super fun. It's like actually genuinely a good time. It's still
0: in early access, it says. Can you, are you like able to play through the game all the way? Or does it still feel sort of unfinished?
1: It feels completely finished. Actually, one of the, uh, one of the criticisms I read about the game, because I almost got this right when it first went on early access, but I decided not to. Um, and one of the original criticisms of the game is that it was way too short. Um, and from my understanding at this point, with all of the updates that have come out, we're on like the fifth major update. Um, the game now is pretty fully, um, fully developed and you can actually take, it takes quite a while to do everything. Um, they just added co-op to the game, which I think feels really interesting. I haven't really, I haven't played with it yet. Cause i I'm only like you know, five or six hours into the game. And I really think, though, that it's going to be a game that ends up being one of those games that you could play for, like, seven hours straight, but also you could put down for, like, two weeks and then jump right back in, um, especially if you remember, like, how the composition of your team works. Um, and I love the kind of tactical aspect of combat because I'm on my... Across the few hours I've played, I've, I've wiped two different parties all the way through. Um, you know, in my quest to Damn. not to play and I was playing, cause I was playing on hard and I'm not necessarily the best, um, you know, gamer of this nature, uh, nature. But like, I think it was really, uh, really worth your time. And the fact that it actually presents some level of challenge is actually really fun. I think for a game that could really easily have been just like super easy and straightforward.
2: I, I just want to go back to Spider Man. I also picked it up, and it's like really awesome. I'm playing it on the Steam Deck, and it's mm-hmm. actually pretty. Like when you said, the graphics is just amazing. It's like, yeah. I'm I'm just amazed of how the Steam Deck actually handled that game. Yeah, it's really and
1: it good. feels so alive, just yeah. everywhere you go. But yeah, the whole yeah. the whole world. I mean, and, and this actually this, this sentiment can be shared with War Tale where. Um, the whole world while you're playing feels like people actually live there. I that, that was one of the biggest, you know, credits to, um, uh, what's it called? To Spider-Man, because the world feels fully alive from the beginning of the game to the end. Um, and it really makes playing it feel so much more worth it.
2: So, the game that I picked up was, um, I picked up, okay, you guys are probably gonna... So, I picked up Stanley Parable... Yes. However, when I ah. tried to run it, I couldn't for some reason. It keeps crashing, and I was fiddle after fiddling with the settings. I still wasn't able to figure it out. So I'm what? gonna go pick up Stanley Parable Deluxe uh, oh. to play that game as well. So, um, but and the other one I picked up was <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh. Uh, <laughs> you know that that video that I showed you guys of your friend like. <laughs> An argument because he freaked out yeah <laughs> so i picked up that game which is uh oh no out, outer outer um
1: outer winds outer, the outer wilds
2: outer wilds yeah because i saw a lot of people are saying it's a really really good game so mm-hmm. i'm gonna give that one a shot and yeah it's it's all on sale right now on the steam uh, spring sale right now
1: yeah, oh, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah
0: the, uh, the latest uh, Steam game I got from the sale is a uh, Zelda-inspired platformer called Blue Fire. I don't know a ton about it, but it's been on my list for a while, and it looks very uh, Wind Waker adjacent okay. with some Mario mechanics. I'm quite excited Ooh. to try that. Nice. Um, also, guys, talk about us being topical. We had our Jerry Jarrett tribute a yeah. few weeks ago, Ooh. and Andy Kaufman is going to be inducted this year in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Yeah, look at that. Oh, Holy nice. shit. Boom. I'm actually Some...
1: genuinely surprised.
0: Who on the WWE writing staff is listening to Fourth Times the Charm, I ask you?
1: <laughs>
2: Who? Stu. <Let's do>. Who? <laughs> oh, speaking of wrestling, just a little bit. Uh, Matt, when you come over, we gotta go yeah. take a picture at... Um, what's that wrestler's name? Uh, he... Santoro... Bret Hart?
0: santino morella
2: morella yeah his gym is actually down the street from my house man oh no shit yeah Yeah. i was trying to say you gotta take this picture for battle
0: arts right yeah yeah dude's actually a very he was originally brought into wwe to be like a no nonsense like foreign mma fighter yes And then they realize he can do a really funny Italian accent. Oh, he's hilarious.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. He's like a super nice guy from what I hear too. So, yeah. Yeah, So apparently he coaches there and I was like, holy crap, he's just down the street. I didn't even know he was from Mississauga where I live right now. That's wow. What a small world. I know. (laughs) But all right. Let's steer it over. I'm so in. (laughs) Well,
0: we have a number of games to talk about here. Uh, Because I have spent the past six months, roughly, scouring the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShop for games that you should download before you're unable to buy any more new games on the service. Uh, Because Nintendo's a bunch of pickle pricks, and they've decided to shut down their eShop services, uh, which means you can no longer download games uh, from the services as of March 27th. So mm-hmm. if is for whatever reason, they
2: are like this because the D- three DS is discontinued. So that's, that's why I mean,
0: yeah, but how much money does it really cost to keep these things up and running? I ask no, you. That's
2: true. Yeah. That's and like, so, I think in the so,
0: grand
1: scheme of things. Yeah.
0: So, um, you can still add funds through the Nintendo website to your account. Um, A quick rundown of the games that are worth downloading from the Wii U eShop. Great. And so now we can talk (laughs) about the Nintendo 3DS eShop. Look, I love the Wii U. But... 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 the, The games on disc are worth it. The user interface on the Wii U is the biggest piece of trash. Oh, no. That... To, to check your downloads, Matt, because you've never mm-hmm. used a Wii U. And, Monty, I don't know if you have either.
2: I played it when I, ran a, when I managed a video game shop. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> when you need to check something, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you need to check data management, that is... You don't just enter that setting. That is an app. And you open the data yep. management app. If you need to check your downloads, you have to exit out of that go to the main menu, then you need to click on Downloads, and then it will start up the Downloads app, Ooh. open the Downloads app, and then you can check. And that's true for everything. We're talking like 10 seconds for it to close and reopen. The heck? Wait, wow. what? <laughs> yeah, with a game system that came out the year before the PS4. <laughs> oh, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Now, I will give the Wii U some credit. The Wii U is four Nintendo GameCubes tied together. Because the Wii is just two GameCubes tied together. Like, that was the dev kit for the Wii. Was two GameCubes. And the Wii U was two Wiis. I like it, I like it. So, like, I get it, but... Guys, what but the hell were you thinking? So Wii U, you worked. don't need that's to worry about like. <laughs> unless you want to download uh, any of the JRPGs mm-hmm. from the Wii library that were difficult to get. So I downloaded Pandora's Tower for it, which is a JRPG that's very uh, expensive to get physically right now. It's like $100, $120. Holy it's 20 shit. bucks to download on the Wii U. Um, also, similarly, Devil's Third was a Nintendo-published game. Uh, you can download it for 40 bucks, but a physical copy is about $300 because they released it in small quantities because they knew it was terrible. Yeah,
1: they <laughs> knew it wasn't going to be a good Yeah, time. so, like, it's not
0: <laughs> worth getting unless mm. you want one of every single game from the system, and in that case, you probably want a physical copy, but yeah,
1: you know what I'm, I'm just saying
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, um... <laughs> On the other hand, the Nintendo 3DS is an excellent game system. Uh, It's one Uh of Nintendo's best systems they've ever made. Um, And that comes from someone who's who's seen it all.
2: I still have Uh, it.
0: I'd, I'd probably say the Nintendo 3DS or the Nintendo DS Lite is probably their greatest overall game system ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the Switch will end up beating it out, but just the amount of games you can get from here 3DS, DS. Uh, if you have the DS Lite, you can do Game Boy games. Game Boy Advance SP is also up there because you can do anything from original Game Boy up through the SP. Um, just incredible powerhouses of game mm-hmm. systems. And so I wanted to go over a few of the games that you should look at downloading for the Nintendo 3DS that are very unlikely to show up on other game systems in the future or are very unlikely to show up in the way that they are on the 3DS, which I yeah. think is the best way to play
2: these games. Man, uh, my question for is, system, do they have eternal darkness on that?
0: They no. do not. But oh. but man, it would be perfect, wouldn't it? I think they yeah. made a Wii U one, though. Which oh, they, they did? Oh, like they, yeah, I think they re-released yeah, it on yeah, yeah.
2: Switch, yeah. That game uh, freaked the crap out of me <laughs> For real Yeah.
0: So uh, first I'm going to talk about The virtual console uh, The There were a number Of virtual console games That were redone To take advantage of the 3DS Effect uh, And that takes place over the NES games, several NES right. games uh, A few arcade games And then a number of Sega games I don't know that the NES has a lot that you really need to accentuate with the 3D. Mm. Although the Kid Icarus 3DS re-release has fixed jumping controls and has added backgrounds, it is considered the best version of Kid Icarus, and it is downloadable only. Uh, also, on the Sega side, I'm going to shout out Space Harrier 3D which Space Harrier is a wonderful game. Uh, It was released on 3D once before for the Sega Master System 3D Peripheral. So if you would like to play that in 3D with the beautiful sprite work, this is your best chance. Uh, And I think the number one 3D re-released virtual console game that is downloadable only is Afterburner 2. Uh, It's essentially Sega made a Top Gun arcade game where you are in... a fighter plane and you (laughs) shoot everything. So it's space Harrier, but with top gun aesthetics, Uh, it is amazing. It is frenetic. It's fast paced. The music's awesome. The graphics are some of the most beautiful sprite based graphics I've ever seen. And when it is in 3d, it is one of the most magical sprite based experiences I've ever seen. And it makes me feel bad that there weren't more sprite based games that take advantage of the 3d effect like mm-hmm. Afterburner 2 3D. So that is one of my top
2: recommendations. Oh, I I told you guys, right? I that um if you like that, like you guys have to play um uh Ace Combat. That game is pretty awesome. Actually.
1: That sounds it's what, what like, is Ace Is that's the that's the Ace, shooter game? you said it was like Star Fox, right?
2: No, no, no. Ace Combat is is like uh kind of like Afterburner but much okay. more modernized version of it and it's it what's interesting is one of the downloads is the Top Gun Maverick so you can oh, actually yeah. fly oh, there one you of go. Those. yeah so the storyline is pretty good and you know the effects and everything like it does take me back to the mm-hmm. days where where like you know like Matt says afterburner is a classic i used to play it at the arcades yeah um if, fun fact if you if you watch Terminator 2 um, that's what, uh, John Connor was playing before oh, really? the T-1000, oh. yeah, the T-1000 found him in the arcades playing that game and they do show him play like the screen of, of the game going on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's, it's really good, but.
0: Oh, yeah. and, um, and Afterburner 2 is really a misnomer. Um, it's really Afterburner 1 with just extra levels. Oh, so, oh. so there's like really. A V2. Yeah, it's more like a V2 than than an Afterburner 2. But that's why you always see Afterburner 2 and never Afterburner 1. Um, The other uh, virtual console game on the home console front I'm going to recommend to you guys uh, is Summer Carnival 92 RECA. R-E-C-C-A for the NES. This was like a $5 virtual console title. Exclusive to Japan, that they just threw out of nowhere in like 2015. Okay. Uh, it was a shoot 'em up that was designed only for like a promotional contest. So it's made huh. deliberately difficult. Huh. It's a, one of the earliest examples of a bullet hell game. It is Im- really cool. It's virtually impossible to get a physical copy of the game. Oh. Uh, and this includes save states on the 3ds so you're actually able to play through it and finish it this game is amazing it makes no sense it is batshit. but for as crazy and insane and fast-paced as it is it's also pretty fair um, oh wow okay <laughs> yeah you can play through the whole game in about 30 minutes Uh, But you're never going to forget playing it. So I highly recommend that for anyone who has the opportunity to. Uh, I also want to remind everyone, once you buy a game from the eShop, you can re-download it later still. So you're able to re-download games to your 3DS. It's just being able to buy games you won't be able to do after Mm, the 27th.
2: That sucks.
0: So... Uh, for Game Boy fans, they also had an extensive virtual console service, but most of these games are more readily available and a lot of them are also a lot more, um, they're a lot more simple and they hold people's attention a lot less. So I will recommend any of the Mega Man, uh, virtual console games. If you like Mega Man, because those can vary in value, although they've been released in more collections lately. Uh, But the one I wanted to point out was Mole Mania, which was a Shigeru Miyamoto-designed puzzle game uh, in 1997. It's a cute, simple puzzle game, but Miyamoto is really good at designing games with very basic concepts that get pushed to their limit, and Mole Mania is a great example of that. So... It's a really nice, cheap uh, game that you can potentially overlook. Um, And that also makes me want to highlight one of the overall highlights of the 3DS system, and that is Picross. Okay. Picross is like Sudoku, but with numbers. It's a Nintendo-developed puzzle game um, that originated with a mario's pit cross that is available on the 3ds e-shop and since then they've released like 10 or 12 various pit cross games on the handheld it's an amazing crossword puzzle ask puzzle if you're looking hmm. for something to just huddle up next to and relax um that sounds really awesome it, it's what? one of my favorite puzzle games of Speaking any sort of
2: puzzle games. I'm, I'm just curious because I know you guys are a, a couple of generations behind me. Do you guys remember playing point and click adventure games? Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, like, what was the one Pajama that... Sam! Then... What's Pajama that? Sam. The jam- Pajama
0: Sam? Pajama Sam was was my point and click adventure game. Oh, That fruit, fruit. and there was
1: a Spongebob
0: employee of the month. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs>
2: nice. Yeah.
1: I I really when I was a well point and click adventure games were hard for me because they required a lot of reading.
2: Oh, um, yeah.
1: So I didn't always play a lot of them, but what I did do what I did play a lot of was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game. Oh, oh yeah. Do they have
2: a game over that? That's yeah, awesome. well
1: there was there was a point and click adventure game it for it that. It came out was like super. It well the, 90s, well, the original
0: or, version of it was a text-based game.
1: Yeah, the text. Yeah, well, okay, that's what I meant by point and click. Yeah, text-based adventure game. The oh. text-based adventure game was one of my favorite games to play as a kid. I used to play it all the time. Um, it was it was hard again because it required a lot of reading, and I ain't that good at reading. Um, but um, as a game that was like really simple and exploratory, it was awesome. Um, but there was another game that was a text-based game that was like one of the early. Like walking simulator adventure games. I think it was called um, Dear Esther. Dear Esther was a game I, I really liked. I don't know if either of you guys ever played that. Uh, I like think when it was, you guys say text
2: based game, is it like when you have to tell them pick up the cup on the floor Yeah, that's what I'm thinking like of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, yeah, but I, like, I haven't like, heard of that one. What is that one about? Dear
1: Dear Esther, I think is one of the earliest um, like real um like just walking simulator like for my if i remember correctly basically you're just on an island uh like hanging out and and like the objective of the game is to like walk around and like explore it's kind of like scythe or
0: yeah or like mist yeah like
1: mist 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 was
0: awesome
2: yeah
1: yeah it's in that same vein where it's just like your objective is to explore the environment you're in um, and it's really cool. The other game that I think is um similar to it in the modern day is games like uh I mean it's not super modern, but a, there's a game called Naissance. Um which Naissance? Is, Naissance, I, uh, which, I actually just really got that for the Steam game. Deck. Ooh, I'm excited to hear what yeah. you think about it, Ben, because it was a game that really, really fascinated me. Um when it comes to like a game where you're purely like your main objective is to explore. Oh, okay. You know,
0: we're talking about point and click adventure games. Yeah. If you guys want, I've I've been reading about a specific point and click adventure game. I'd love for us to look to look at it and play it, but the one caveat is you guys cannot read about the history of the game. Until oh. we circle back on it, is
2: it bad or good history?
0: I can't tell you either way.
2: Like, if it's is a it scandalous,
0: it's it, it's it's made by Sierra, who okay. did King's Quest, uh, a bunch of the yeah. the top the classic you know, point and click adventure yeah. games of yeah. the nineties. Uh, it is Police Quest Open Season. Oh,
2: oh man, I used to play Police Quest.
0: <laughs> so I just. I. This is me, reaching my hand out to you. Yeah. No this kidding. is what we should talk about the next time we're talking about video games. Is we all gotta play Police Quest. I'm so in. And take like, that dive together.
2: So. <laughs> so the reason why I brought up um, point and click games. Uh, yeah. I, I know Matt, you may be into this, but there is this point and click game that's really bizarre. Okay. Um, It's called Paradigm.
1: Okay. And
2: it's about this guy. It's about the future, you know, mutants and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But you're supposed to help this guy (laughs) get to his boss's office and steal something, I think. Okay. And... The references to and, and Ben, this is the part I think you'll like. They make a lot of references of old video games. Oh yeah. Um, so the premise is like you're you're this mutant. You're this. I wouldn't say yeah, mutant. Uh, you can call it that. His his best friend is this beatbox uh, beatboxing eggplant. Um, <laughs> his boss is this uh, this sloth with a Trump wig on. That vomits <laughs> chocolate bars. Okay, all right, <laughs> but it's all right. made by the the this. It's developed by this guy named Jacob Jen, Jennerka. Um, okay, it's a really funny. Like, if you want something like really funny and stuff, like, have mm-hmm. you guys played Space Quest? I I know very well. You know of Space of it, Quest, right? yeah. So yeah. it's got that kind of humor in it. It kind of brings you. I'm back down. to down. And and Matt, you're okay. There's not much reading. It's all voice hell acting. Hell yeah. Um, much and One preferred. one part of it is that you can become <laughs> a, a a a god of this become. religious uh, cult group. Uh, oh hell yeah! Metal cult group, which is well, really mansel. hilarious. Yeah. Mansel. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's this currently everything like I on sale for five bucks on on Steam. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, it's it's the best. A point-and-click adventure game i've played in a while oh that sounds awesome it's really bizarre and and stuff like that but the the trailer itself if you guys get a chance to watch it is is hilarious i'm so in
0: so right up my alley i only have a few more games to recommend here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh as a blanket statement really take a look at puzzle games on the 3ds because that's one of the areas that's really going to be affected most yeah. because puzzle games really transform how you use the 3DS system. Uh, and that includes a lot of games that are part of the Nintendo DSi eShop that were carried over into the 3DS oh. eShop. Uh, PictoBits is a Nintendo-based puzzler, a name. which is like Tetris, except you okay. pick up the pieces one square at a time and physically Ooh. place them on the board. It is One of the most immediately difficult puzzle games I've ever played. Oh, shit. Okay. But it's addicting. Uh, Also, I want to give a shout out to Xscape from the uh, Nintendo DSi eShop. X was a Game Boy game that was a 3D game on the Game Boy. And the people who developed it, Argonaut Software. uh, What a good name. Yeah, well, they were the wizards of early 90s Nintendo products, and Nintendo was so impressed by them that they were the minds behind Star Fox. Uh, They were also the team that helped build the architecture for the Nintendo 64. Uh, And so Xscape is a Nintendo DSi exclusive downloadable game that was them trying to make the most out of the limited space available for a Nintendo DSi game and it's a sequel of the Game Boy game so just a little fun historical novelty game yeah. oh, if exciting. you have interest um, my final two games are the Pushmo series is number Pushmo? one Pushmo? Pushmo it is one of my favorite puzzle games ever what pushmo okay. is oh, is
2: okay.
0: you are a marshmallowy sumo man. Okay. <laughs> and you yeah. go your name is Mallow. And you go <laughs> to right. grandpa's house, and grandpa specializes in making pushmo, which are giant designs of things so imagine like an 8-bit mario right sure yeah except every time the color changes that's its own block uh, and so oh. you push out the block and you try to get to the top of the picture oh cool and it it, it starts out very simple it gets super difficult
1: yeah it sounds
0: it's incredibly rewarding to play I mean, early puzzles you'll solve in seconds. I was playing yesterday on a puzzle that mm-hmm. I've been stuck on for like five years. Oh uh, my god! But I finally exactly. solved it. <laughs> oh it's hell yeah! Water you know fountain. What, ben?
2: It, it, not to cut you off, but it sounds like um that is a PS PS3 game called Catherine. It's, it's kind a, of the same. It's concept, sort right?
0: of the same type of puzzle movement. Yeah, sort yeah. of. But once oh. again, it takes the Shigeru Miyamoto design style mm-hmm. of less is more. Uh, there are a total of four games. There's Pushmo. There's Pushmo World, which is on the Wii U, if you want to do that. It's it's just more Pushmo. There I is like Crashmo. Alice, pushmo. And there is Stretchmo. <laughs> and Crashmo and Stretchmo. you like
1: Stretchmo too? They, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm down for some stretching mo.
0: <laughs> I prefer original Pushmo because Crashmo and Stretchmo introduce more mechanics that I think makes it a little harder, at least for me to wrap my head around. Uh, but they're all amazing games. They're all very relaxing to play. They're adorable. Um, my favorite's more money. It's, it's just a complete joy to play them. So highly recommend Pushmo. Uh, and the whole Pushmo series, all four of the games. Note for Stretchmo, if you want to unlock all the levels, you need to do that in-game. Uh-oh. And then my final game, and this oh, is wow. one that I bought off of a whim
2: <laughs> because
0: oh. it was on sale in the 3DS eShop. Uh, Monster Hunter and a f- number of games Wait, are on sale like that.
1: Ben, before you before you get to this, what percentage of the, of the eShop do you think you own?
0: Not even close because oh, someone okay. bought every game in the Wii U and 3DSE shop this past week and it cost them like, I think it was between twenty and $30,000. Wow, holy yeah. shit. I did not man. expect
1: it to be that much. That's, That's a crazy. lot of garbage he bought. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I guess if you, what if, I wonder what it would be like if you removed all of the DLC and just went like main games
0: well it's probably I, still I, like $10,000. I think, $10, think you would say would be eliminating all of like the garbage games. Yeah, yeah, just like all and the filler. only good games. So I have about 85ish games that I downloaded to the okay. 3DS. I'd say that there's probably 200 games, 2 to 300 games worth downloading for someone. That
1: is insane.
0: So, and and that in you know, that probably discounts some of the virtual console games because they are available on Nintendo Switch Online or via yeah. other services. Um, that's just a guess. It It is, you know, it is always worrisome to play on Nintendo Switch Online when you know you don't own the games and they could be taken at any time. But for Ooh. now, it's a good service for a lot of the games that are on 3DS as well. Uh, the last one I'm going to recommend... I only saw because it, it was on sale. Last ones? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> the last one was your last one. This is, this the, no, last, no, this last is one? the last
2: last one. You know what? I'm one. gonna I'm gonna also mention one more game you've, when you're done, Ben. Sure. To, that everyone to check out.
1: I, I um, got a last one too. Okay. This <laughs> game is
0: made by my one of my favorite indie developers, and it wasn't until this game that I realized they were one of my favorite indie developers because I've oh. played all of their games separately. Without knowing it was the same developer. And that's Drinkbox Studios. Okay. They did the Mutant Blob games on Sony devices in the early 2010s. They're best known for Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2. Oh, okay, Oh, okay.
2: yes, yes. I know Guacamelee.
0: Yeah. And between Guacamelee 1 and 2, they released in 2016 on mainly touch-based devices. The game Severed. Okay. which is a I think it's available on multiple devices but I think it's best on the 3DS because the stylus really helps with the gameplay mm-hmm.
2: The only out for it's only available for the the Wii uh, sorry the Nintendo Switch now
0: uh, it's available on Switch Vita yeah. 3DS I think on some phones
2: and apps, yeah, it's on phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But right. Severed is has a lot of the elements of guacamole but it okay. is incredibly dour and Ooh. sad.
1: Oh you're my language, man. baby.
0: If you guys look it up, it's a first person uh action RPG. You are a woman who wakes up in what essentially looks like hell with her arm missing and
1: blood pouring from you. Oh, she sounds like a real lollipop chainsaw moment. A
0: demon appears before you and says (laughs) that you need to go rescue your, your brother, your mother and your father, or else you're all going to be damned to die.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Oh, wow.
0: And that's essentially the whole story you get. How is the gameplay, like though?
2: Time. Like, you say it's first-person, so it's like FPS-ish
0: so or no? It's a first-person hack-and-slash game. The The best way I can describe it, have you guys played Infinity Blade?
1: No. No. On
0: on iPhone? It was like the first I'd really, wow, this game looks pretty, where you slash the sword with your finger across the screen. I'm
1: going to be honest, I don't play mobile
0: games.
2: <laughs> I know you don't like, play in mobile like games, ninja? but like...
1: Yeah,
0: Fish. like yeah, Fruit okay. Ninja. But sure. Okay. So you slash your sword with the stylus. Okay. And each enemy has their own direction and the own their own method with which you need to hit them with. So there's oh, a lot of strategy, okay. and you have enemies attacking you from all sides. So it's management at the same time. Mm. So yeah. you got to figure out okay how do I hit this guy while timing it so that when this guy hits me, I'll be able to parry his attack. Oh, oh yeah. So, oh, War, okay. so it's so it like a has real a time, yeah, time sword based RPG with gorgeous graphics and incredibly somber tone. What's really graphic and unpleasant and unsettling without being too gory. Uh, oh, the it's, it's not like a,
1: it's not a goopy game, but it creates like uh, like a like a mood. It's not a
0: goopy game, but you don't want your kids playing it. Oh you,
1: hell yeah! Like, oh, if you have kids out there, let them play it. You got my endorsement.
2: <laughs> ben, you should check out. If you like that game, you should look look up a game called uh, Endo Paras- Parasitic.
0: Endo Parasitic, what? what's that? Yeah, I've heard of so
2: this. you're. It's a very like. Gra- it's not like a, you know beautifully graph it's like from an indie developer i don't know the name but i was watching markiplier play it. so basically the game starts off with you're on a spaceship it's and your lower half of your torso is ripped off your arm is ripped off and you also are infected with a parasite the alien parasite and all you have is one arm and you're pulling yourself across the ground and to go, you have shit. to go... You have to find a way to escape. And in the meantime, contain the parasite inside. Wow. You, so that's your health. And that sounds you badass. can find uh, weapons, like shotguns, pistols. And you have to load each... Uh, your, your gun, like, bullet by bullet. And then load it into the... the car- take the cartridge and then load it into your gun. And you just oh, go around, cool. crawling around, trying to avoid... All these aliens that uh, have taken over your ship and killed everybody. What and, the fuck? Yeah, you're just this tor- upper torso just crawling around the whole thing.
0: That game. is awesome as hell. That is like yeah. the hardcore version of this
2: one. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like... I wanna yeah, I want to play that. Yeah.
0: That's like, that's like the sequel to this. This one,
1: you're only missing one arm.
0: Um, <laughs> Got to
1: upgrade but, to only being a torso at some point. <laughs> uh, what, I mean, what, downgrade? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't Eventually I don't know about It'll that. just be a hand. <laughs> What's what is more powerful? Then we get the Adams family and uh, the <laughs> I, How is there not an Adams family game where you just play the hand? There right. is. Ha- there, there is. is. is
2: On there? SNES. The Adam family no game way. is you're playing um We're playing uh, thing? thing. Yeah, you're playing thing through the whole level. Oh, it's, like don't trust a, it's like a it's like a Contrast a licensed
0: SNES game. <laughs> I don't know about that yeah. uh, So anyways We can uh, make a new
1: one for the Netflix show So, no, so you, anyway. go first. No, you go well, first on, I, I don't actually done. have another game done. Oh you're not done Okay, okay. Not And done. I don't God. actually have another so, game to talk about <laughs>
0: Severed is Really amazing It's not super long it's about 6 hours uh, But the game Like Wakamele, Like Mutant Blob Attacks Drinkbox knows exactly how long To make their game they know exactly how long like each of the mechanics in a game are going to keep you interested for. They do not overstay their welcome. They make sure to use it from every single angle possible. Combat's incredibly satisfying. Uh, the game gets tough, but very fair. Uh, okay. it's, it's, it's a perfect six-hour game. Uh, and it's Ooh. it's going to be a shame when the 3DS eShop is delisted because as good as this probably is on other platforms, I feel like the 3DS is the best place to experience this.
2: I, so, I, I, it's I on follow. sale
0: for like $2.99 right now for anyone who hasn't played it yet. Severed is like one of my favorite 3DS games I played and it came out of absolutely nowhere because apparently drink box games can do no wrong and their art's really pretty. So thank you. So drink box.
1: Yeah. Shout out to drink box.
2: <laughs> gulp, gulp. All right. Monty slurp, slurp, slurp everybody slurp, slurp for drink box. Slurp, slurp indeed. So there's this game that my friend just showed me and like how you guys were talking about Dune, Spice War, uh, those type mm-hmm. of, you know, real time strategy games. Um, There's this game called Bar. It's currently in Alpha. Uh, I sent you the link, Matt, the other day. Yeah, you said it's free to play right now, It's free to play right now. And even, like, looking at the screenshot, so it's like you get to choose different uh, teams, and you can play co-op, and it's kind of like an extreme version. It's a mix of, um, I'm not sure if you guys ever played Supreme Commando.
1: Mm. Oh, I, sorry. I Supreme
2: Commander, sorry. Supreme Commander, uh, and uh, Starcraft.
1: Okay. Oh, so it's RTS, so real yeah, time.
2: real time, and it's Oof. free right now. And I, I just read about it. I'm reading more on the site. Um, mm-hmm. The site doesn't really say who the developers are. Oh, that's weird. But yeah, it's that's called, never uh, a good sign. <laughs> the but. Um it's it looks like a lot of fun. Now. I think uh, everyone should check it out. BAR yeah. Bar it stands for Beyond All Reason RTS. Um but yeah, no that that's one of the games I want to recommend everyone. Yeah. I, I gave it a shot it's- and I haven't gotten too deep in it, but so far the game actually plays pretty well and you can ha- the maps are huge uh, and the graphics are just unbelievable.
1: That sounds incredible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like such a fun idea. I think we're we're in a great place when it comes to like strategy games. Yeah. Um, in gaming right now because we can really do like big complex things. Like when I when I saw like Stellaris actually like pulling off the scope of doing like a galactic management game.
2: Oh. I was yeah. so
1: impressed. But I mean, again, that game like requires like a an amount of time and mental energy that I I'm surprised many. Modern adults actually have access. That's to. That's what
0: fascinates me. You, I like. You know I don't know how people can do it, but man, is it cool! Like, I want to just watch it, but even that takes forever. You well, it's what? like yeah,
1: it's it, like Starcraft. It's, it's like depends, how the fuck does that happen?
2: Like, I, I I played. I well, I have Stellaris, and I have to say, it depends how you play the game. Um, the game can be very challenging. I played my first mm-hmm. two rounds of it. I. I got annihilated really badly. Like, it it can be very short. Like, in a matter of two hours And how you play, you can Mm -hmm. actually just get killed off very quickly. Yeah, just get a new fucking map. But, yeah, you do need uh, need to have a lot of patience to play this game, for sure.
1: Games like that and, like, RimWorld, like, big management games, like, the amount of effort it feels like it would take to play those games in a meaningful way is, like, beyond my ability to comprehend that much free time in your given day
2: you know what i never got into rim world i i picked it up i tried it but i guess yeah, it's not frequent, for me yeah
1: frequent co-host of the podcast nick is a rim world aficionado oh, yeah. he's a quite the rimmer
2: yeah he loves rims yeah he, well i mean i think he really what he loves <laughs> is rimming but <laughs> But yeah, no, that's pretty much. I'm sure we'll have more to talk about in a later episode when we do another game episode. But
1: yeah, yeah we will. We will try to keep gaming as a part of the the structure of the podcast going in future. Yes, especially the oh. more niche and small game.
0: There's nothing better than niche and neat, and uh, especially with the volume of games that are being released now and the amount of time and effort it takes. Uh, I'm excited to see what fun stuff we can drudge up. Uh, as of now, it is time to pay our respects and lay the 3DS eShop to rest and throw the Wii U eShop uh, somewhere out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just uh, put, it, put it
1: in a small corner and call
0: hey, it goodbye. Hey, you know, Nintendo was pretty good. They got it right the first time. The Nintendo Wii eShop was an amazing, magical place. Mm-hmm. The second time around they had the Wii U eShop and I wanted to okay. gouge my eyes out with a spoon. Oof. Yeah. Oof. The third yeah. time around with the Switch is like it's it's good, it's fine, but they stripped away a lot of the features and honestly I don't know why I can't watch Netflix on it. So Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So hopefully maybe oh. Nintendo oh. will get it right. Oh. When the fourth times the chance! <laughs> good night and good. Oh,
2: most okay. Forever with you in the universe. Talk to y'all later.